Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. I was wondering. Are we going to get to the Loopy Loop story today? The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. You heard it right. We are coming to you from the Kia Rio. Are you ready to dumb it down? That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Let's make it happen. I'm in the Kia Rio. I'm on my way to work. It is July 3rd. It is six minutes after six. I'm running late as usual. Uh, I made myself late purposely. I had all these things I like to do. I'm a bit of a procrastinator, so before I get to work, uh, all these things all of a sudden occur to me that I got to get, get these things done, and then I start doing it thinking I could do it within five minutes. Everything seems to be five minutes, but it's not true at all. They're not five minutes. They're 15 minutes. They're half an hour, and uh, all, all of a sudden, I have this clarity like, oh, yeah, I got to get this done. Well, Dave, can't you be more specific? Um, well, today, it, it's really small stuff. Sometimes I, I make a phone call. Sometimes I write a letter. Sometimes I, I fold clothes or um, something. I do some sort of organizational thing. It's a weird thing. Like all of a sudden uh, I have a time limit and I, it's, I think it's a good idea to, to organize. Or you know, like I said, I think it's a good idea to make a phone call. I think it's a good idea to write a letter. I think it's a good idea to, to uh, you know, fold clothes or you know, throw away some garbage or sort some bottles or whatever is in disarray. Um, I still have my mess on my kitchen table. It's been there for a couple of months. My wife is absolutely not happy about that. And I'm currently probably a depleter in her life because every day she comes home or she wakes up and she sees this mess on the kitchen table. So what kind of a mess is it? Well, imagine if I had an office. I don't. But imagine if I had an office. I had a desk. And I, you know, and I had papers everywhere. You know, but hey, what kind of papers do you have? You're a truck driver. You, you don't take your work home. You're a podcaster. Everything is audio. You know, uh, how could you possibly have papers? Well, you know what? I've been to uh, Podcast uh, 17, uh, Podcast Movement 17, Podcast Movement 18, and, uh, and I've accumulated. Uh, I accumulate. I accumulate. Accumulate. I do. That's what I do. And, uh, but Dave, why don't you just sort through it one day, just sit there with a cup of coffee or tea, sort through it, and get rid of things one at a time. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Uh, I'd like to have the time to do that. I, uh, and I must admit, I have had the time to do that, but then I don't have the energy and the mental clarity. Really, Dave, it takes you energy to discard older, you know, uh, paraphernalia, papers, pamphlets, you know, magazines, things like that from two years ago that you haven't looked at. You haven't utilized a lot of these companies from Podcast Movement 17 probably don't even exist anymore. Maybe even Podcast Movement 18. What an interesting study that would be if you made a list of all the things that you had and to see where they're at now. Yes, and that's part of the reason why I keep uh, this pile of stuff because I think to myself... This will be fascinating. Let me line up all the things. In fact, I had them in separate bags because, you know, uh, hold on. Let me blow my nose. All right. Thankfully, I did that off the air. I kind of stopped blowing my nose on the air. 
So uh, I've had them in separate bags. I had a PM17 bag for the longest time, for over a year. I think for over a year, like a year. I still, I don't think I have them. I think I combined it. And then I had, I went to Podcast Movement 18. I accumulated a lot of stuff there. And I think I merged the two bags. I'm not, I'll tell you the truth, I'm not even sure. I never really look at it. I know they're taking up a seat at the kitchen table. And there's uh, spillover uh, paraphernalia uh, from other things I've gone to. It's really like I'm a junior hoarder. Like I'm a hoarder in training. Uh, and I would like to go through all of them and see, you know, and, and build up my contact list, you know, from people from these companies, from these audio, visual, uh, you know, podcast uh, related, YouTube related type companies. And, uh, or maybe, oh, is that a good deal? Maybe I should have bought that. Or, I mean, none of these deals are going to exist anymore. And a lot of this stuff is probably outdated. So, yeah, it's time and energy. So, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have had the time. It's a matter of the energy, you know, to sit there. And I know I talk about it a lot. And I'm not, I know a lot of people can relate to it because it, you might not even think it's energy, but it is energy. Uh, it, you could say, oh, I'm just so tired. Yeah, well, that's energy. And... Um, you definitely feel, you know, it's just like a pro ball, ball a, a, a pro ball player, or certain people. They just have, wow, I'm really on top of it today. I really feel good, and I'm making things happen. Well, your energy is good. However, your life lined up that day, however everything came together, whatever it is you ate, you know, whatever it is you thought, the amount of sleep you got, the food you ate the night before. I'm not an expert on this field. I don't know the. The, all the ingredients that you put together to get yourself in a prime spot where you're you're spot on and you're energetic and you and you got mental clarity. Mental clarity is something I very rarely have. I do have moments of mental clarity, and usually that's when I start writing lists. I'll write a list. I'll get a piece of paper and I'll I'll write a list. I'll probably have it at six o'clock today. Uh, I'll get to work at seven. I'll have my set put together uh, probably about. Uh, uh, depending on the traffic or whatever, let's say about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, about 9, uh, 30, 10 o'clock, I'll be on the thruway uh, headed uh, west to Syracuse if they haven't changed my assignment by the time I get up there. And all of a sudden, I'll have, I'll have um, mental clarity. What does that mean? It's like when people say, oh, all the stars are in line. You know, like all of a sudden, it's just all the toggles switches are, are upright or whatever. All the gears are perfectly lubed. And uh, my clock is set for a certain time. It's, you know, the cesium beam, I think is uh, one of the things, or the atomic clock. Um, in the Navy, we had a clock. I think it was the cesium beam. Uh, but there's also the atomic clock and things like that. Oh, I got to blow my nose again. Hold on. Oh, I think it's time to clean the uh, CPAP mask. So, <coughs> I might make a list. It might happen today. It happens... Quite often, it happens when I when I least expect it. Next thing you know, I got clarity. I go, oh yeah, I got to make this list. Starting tomorrow, these are the things I have to work on. When I get home this Saturday, well, I used to get home Saturdays. Now I get home on Sundays. Remember that? Yeah, still dissatisfied. Uh, and one of my friends, in fact, Mark, uh, my friend Mark, who I mentioned on the show a lot, said I should probably go into human resources and find out if, if what they did was legal. That all of a sudden, you could just eliminate a, an entire bid like that. You know, and I think they can. I think a corporation could do whatever they want. And he says, well, maybe because you were on that bid for two years, they, they, they shouldn't eliminate. Maybe it's against company policy, a policy that's not widely advertised. 
that you can't cause disruption to somebody's life like that. Especially in the middle of the year. Idiots. Stupid, stupid corporate managerial, fake managerial, fake supervisoral idiots. Dummy. Dumb, dumb. Not even in a flattering way, dumb, dumb. I think I, I, I don't want to think, you know, because it's on this show. I called him a dumb, dumb, but he's flattered. Moron, changing the schedule in the middle of the year. Who does that? Dummy, dummy, stupid, dummy, moron, butthead, dumb, dumb, stupid face, butt face, butthead, crap face, dope. So, anyway, on a lighter note, thank you to Alex Exum at the top of the show. That was his voice at the top of the show, Alex Exum, alexexum.com. Also, uh, he does live talk on Tuesdays, which I missed last night. I forgot to tune in. I was home. I was wrapped up in my own crap. I had a very bad day yesterday. I'm not very happy uh, with life right now. I'm not very happy with, uh, with that, but uh, life goes on. So what happened? Let me tell you what happened. So basically, Dave's Fit Life, uh, the Fitmobile, is kaput. It is gone. It is, uh, I toasted it. I broke the engine. And it is now gone. How did you do that, Dave? It's a 2009 Honda Fit. How did you break a Honda Fit? You had 196,000 miles on it, Dave. You were doing good. You just had an oil change. How did you break the Honda Fit, Dave? Um, I drove angry. I drove angry. I believe in energy. I mention that all the time. I think I was giving off some really negative energy. Uh, I, was, uh, I wasn't driving fast. I was just driving really angry, and I think uh, my energy uh, broke the car, and uh, uh, we lost a, um, uh, uh, not a strap, you know, um, a belt, a belt came off, uh, the battery stopped charging, and the, the that was the belt for the fan that keeps the engine cool, or that was for the water pump, is what my mechanic told me, so my negative energy uh, broke the belt for the water pump. Thank God I wasn't on my way to work because I didn't work yesterday. That was another reason why I was angry. I stayed home to take care of things that needed to take care of because I'm a procrastinator and I'm a hoarder and I needed to stay home. And uh, not only am I a a procrastinator and a hoarder, I'm also somebody who's always exhausted. We talk about this all the time. And I don't get things done in a timely manner. And I procrastinate and I stall and I come up with reasons why. Not not like I'm a kid that doesn't want to go to school. Well, kind of. But I just, you know, oh, I'm not going to do that today. I'll do that next week. Oh I, I, oh, I don't even think of things. Like, I know it's on the list. For instance, uh, Homeland Security or whatever that other, the, the CD, uh, this, uh, uh, the center for, it doesn't matter. The thing with the, um, the, the, the TSA people, they have this thing called pre-TSA where you can get on a domestic flight. Uh, and you just do the, the pre-TSA and you're already checked in. Well, uh, um, I did the, the international one. My wife and I are planning to go international. We have our passports. I think we're, I think I'm planning to leave the country. That's what I'm planning to do and not come back. My wife is planning on going on a vacation. So um, we have two different ideas of what leaving this country means to us. My idea means I go somewhere, I get a fresh start. Nobody knows who I am. I don't know anybody. And I just establish myself as whatever it is I want to establish myself in whatever country I want to live in. A couple years ago, it was Australia. She wanted nothing to do with it. 
it wasn't for her, I think I'd be living in Australia right now. Uh, working in the mines or maybe on an oil rig or something like that. But at the time, they were looking for miners. And you would work seven days, uh, what was that? Seven days on, eight days off. Something like that. And you would uh, make a lot of money. Anyway, I looked into it. It was a whole thing. She didn't want to go to Australia. Okay. I think also she didn't want to be working in the mines. But I would have done it. Really, Dave? You would have stopped truck driving or whatever? Yeah, I don't care about truck driving and I don't care about working in the mines. That would have been interesting. You know? Yeah, but what about all that stuff that gets in your lungs? I would have done it for a short amount of time. Would have taken a couple of years off the top of my, the end of my life. But you know what? Would have made a little money. Would have been interesting and fun to transplant to Australia, don't you think? That's what I'm into. I'm into, I'm into being a nomad. I'm into moving around. I never should have gotten married. Big mistake. Really, Dave? You're going to say that? You're going to say that digitally? This is it. Once you hit publish, it's out there for the rest of your life. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Spotify. It'll be all over the place. It'll be on Google uh, Podcast. It'll be uh, on Spreaker. It'll be everywhere that there's digital podcasting. And you know you're going to be on more platforms real soon. People are going to tweet you at Dumb with Dave. People are going to email you at DumbingItDownWithDave at Yahoo.com. And they're going to say things to you like, how could you say that? Well, because I didn't know myself that well back then. I didn't know myself that well. 19 years old, 20 years old, just got out of the Navy. Got out of the Navy when I was 23, went in when I was 19. Didn't know myself as well. Had an idea, but it wasn't reinforced. I wasn't very confident of myself that that was who I was. A nomad. A guy that wants to try things all the time. You know, not be the master of any, but, you know, whatever they call that. So, um... You know, the, the jack of all, but not the master of one. That type of thing. I would have liked that. I would have liked to have moved about the country. I would have liked to have moved about the world. Probably should have went into the Merchant Marines. I talked about that on the show before. When I got out of the Navy. That would have been the next logical step. Go down in the, the, to the office there and apply for your seaman's permit, whatever it is. And go work on the ship. Go work on those ships that gets accosted by a pirate. Or pirates. You know, an oil tanker or a freighter. Do that for a couple of years. But I didn't do it because I was afraid. I talked about that in the show. It's the dumbest reason in the world. But I was afraid to do it. Even though I had been in the Navy for four years. It wasn't the water. I love the water. You ever been out in the middle of the ocean? You know, I'm probably a part of a very small, very small population. I'm not doing this to pat myself on the back. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Um, can, can you hear that? I'm patting myself on the back. That was really the shoulder. I don't think I can reach my back. But there's a very small population of the world. One percent? Really think about it. Of anybody who's actually been in the ocean, in the middle. In the ocean, north of the Arctic Circle. In the ocean, south of the equator. Uh, in the ocean, in the Pacific Ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, I never made it to the Mediterranean. I, ne- I never made it to the Indian Ocean. If I had stayed in another couple of uh, tours, I'm sure I would have been in all the oceans. But that's an interesting uh, thing to know about yourself, that you've been actually in the middle of all these oceans. What is it, seven continents and how many oceans? Five oceans, seven oceans, ten oceans? I don't even know. To be on all the continents, to check these things off. I would like to start checking these things off. But I know I've been uh, at least north of the uh, Arctic Circle. Uh, I don't think I've been south of the Arctic Circle. Uh, I mean, you know, the Antarctic Circle. 
uh, whatever that is down there. Uh, I've been south of the equator, and I know I've been in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and I know I've been uh, uh, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and that's about it. But I want to check these things off. I know there was a point to all this. It started all with the Kia being driving angry. What happened? So I came home Sunday. This is not what happened. But I came home Sunday. Here's an example. So to get the global entry, it's called global entry. How much time are we in? I want to get to the loop-de-loop story. Hold on a second. We got to take a drink break here. Do I have the effect for that? Do I have that? Is this it? Time for a drink break. There you go. Okay, I had my drink break. I had some water. Uh, Water in a recycled Pepsi Max bottle. When I used to drink Pepsi Max a lot. I haven't had one in a couple of weeks, maybe. I think I had one last week, as a matter of fact. Then I empty out, you know, when I drink out the soda, I clean it up. I fill it with water. So I can go to work and have my tap water from my, my, my faucet, from my house. Unlike the guys at the job that go in there when we used to give out water. And they'd go grab uh, handfuls. They would grab eight bottles of water. And they would supposedly drink it all through the day. The likelihood is that they would drink a couple of them. And the rest of them would end up on the dirty floor of a tractor trailer. And we, in which case, nobody would ever drink them. But actually, yours truly, Dave Canyon, would take those bottles home. I would rinse them, the exterior of the bottles, and I would, I would drink them. Because I know if I did it, they would just stay on the floor forever. And I hated seeing that. So I am kind of happy with, with, with the positive effect of my company no longer dishing out water bottles dishing it out or making water bottles available to the employees the drivers and the cooler people I was it for the drivers I don't know if it was specifically for the drivers but the cooler people had access to it it's probably specifically for the drivers that are out there delivering in the heat very hard thing to do to deliver heavy milk temperature you know sensitive milk you know, in the heat, so they, they supplied them with water. But they made it available. So that's a good effect. That's a good after side effect or whatever. Good uh, whatever. Good result as of them not uh, giving free water away anymore. Trucks are a little bit cleaner. I like that a lot. I really do. I hate getting into another dirty truck. Can't imagine what I'm going to find when I get to work today. So we, uh, we were, we're planning an international trip which means we'll be leaving the United States via an airplane. We'll be arriving in a foreign land, a country other than the United States. Could be Canada. Could be Mexico. Could be Australia. Could be Japan. Could be China. Could be Switzerland. Could be uh, Italy. Could be uh, Austria. Could be Russia. Could be Germany. Could be Greece. So they have... uh, I forget what part of the government, the Homeland Security, is a defense fun people, whatever they are, it doesn't matter. They have this thing called global entry. And I think it's more about coming back into the country from the country you'll be arriving. It's not so much to ease your burden going to the country. I think it's more to ease your burden returning to the United States. There's paperwork you have to fill out, there's lines you have to wait in. But if you do this global entry and you pre-approve that you pay for five years, you know, apparently you go to the front of the line or you go to a totally different line. It does seem like a money grab, doesn't it? When I sat down with the officer, Officer Harris, for the Department of Defense, whatever whatever it was that I was talking to this guy, this Homeland Security guy, this uh, TSA guy, 
Officer Harris. Not a very happy man. Started asking me questions like, have you seen the lines? That was one of his first questions. Have you seen the lines? Well, I think his first question is, are you familiar with global entry? I went, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, how can I not be familiar? I'm right here. I'm. Oh, I got to back up. Oh, global entry, real quickly. It's going to be like the loop-to-loop story, but I, I can't talk this, tell the story over the course of several months. Global entry is you got to apply online. There's a whole process to applying online, including using your passport. And then you get conditionally approved. Conditionally approved. The only way to get finally approved is that you actually have to go to a center, a center, a place that you speak to an officer of the law, not a cop. It's a specially appointed government officer. And and they approve you. You got to give your thumbprints. You got to give your fingerprints. They take your picture, even though you have your license and your passport. They got to take yet another picture. I think it costs like $100 for five years. It includes the pre-TSA. But understand this, that pre-TSA is domestic. Global entry is international. I, I don't even know if I still have to take off my shoes or not. I don't know if I have to empty out my water bottles or not. I don't know. I... I, I I wanted to get out of there so fast. I never asked this officer. Now, now, how is my life different? That was so stupid. My wife and I both, at the same time, were interviewing side by side, cubicle to cubicle, and uh, we did not uh, ask anybody. Uh, all right. So anyway, her her side of the cubicle was all chatty, talky talky. You know, I think this guy was enamored with my wife, and you know, oh yeah. And my guy was like, "Have you ever seen the lines? Are you familiar with TSA?" I'm like, I, uh, I don't know, a little bit, maybe. Oh, by the way, so I should back up some more. There's only certain centers that you can go to. I live in Saugerties, New York. That's 40-some-odd miles south of Albany. It's about 100 miles north of New York City. It's one of those towns where you have to mention all the other towns that surround you to give you a location of where you are. I'm also like uh, eight, nine miles to the east of Woodstock, New York. Not Woodstock Bethel, where the original Woodstock was. Woodstock, Woodstock, whatever. There's also a Woodstock, Vermont. So let's not, get comp- let's not get confused. Woodstock, New York. So I wanted to go to the one in Champlain, Lake Champlain, way north, way, way north on the Canadian border. I wanted to go to that one. It's a three and a half hour ride, but my wife has never been up the north way. I thought that'd be a nice, beautiful ride. The weather was going to be fantastic. You got to make an appointment and you go up there. But she didn't want to travel up north. The one in Albany no longer exists. They got rid of the one in Albany. So the closest one to us at that point, also the Stewart Airport, that one was no longer uh, available. That's not a choice that's available. I'm not even sure if it's no longer available. I think it's not available any, any, at all. Dave, this is the most boring show about TSA and global entry. You really got to pick it up a notch. Okay. We ended up going to Newark Airport. Sunday afternoon. I get home Sunday morning, of course, because I, don't, I work Saturdays now. I'm not off on Saturdays anymore, so I had to work Saturday night. I come up Sunday morning, and I'm thinking to myself, how is my day going to get ruined? That's what I'm thinking in the car. I think I did a podcast about that. I don't even remember the name of it. I just, uh, farting like a bandit? I don't even know. Was that two episodes ago? Whatever the last episode was, I talked about it. So, I'm on my way home, and I'm thinking about it. Then I get home, and uh, my wife and I start talking. I know, and, uh, whatever, I'm making breakfast. I can't even remember. I turn on the computer. I go to the website. I hit refresh or whatever it is I hit to, to make sure it's up to date. Bam. You have been conditionally approved. 
your next step is to make an appointment and get approved. I'm like, well, we got to do this. Got to do this as soon as possible because if we let it linger, when we fly internationally, we won't be ready. I don't know how long this is going to take. So we look, we got to the website, boom. Oh, here comes Lake Champlain, Albany, doesn't exist anymore. Kennedy Airport, which I'm not traveling down to Kennedy. That, you know, that involves bridges and tolls. And uh, Newark Airport, well, that involves tolls, but not bridges. Let's do, let's do uh, Newark. We do Newark, we make appointments, 8 o'clock that night. Anyway, we had some errands to run. We had some errands to run. I showered, we did all these errands, took a lot of time. We headed on down to Newark. On the way to Newark, uh, off of 287, uh, which I think is south, or 287, it's an odd number, so it's south. Yeah, so uh, did you know that, interstates? Odd numbers are north-south, even numbers are east-west. Did you know that? Well, you know that now. So I was on 287 south, and uh, we stopped at a Wegmans. Wegmans out here in the northeast is an incredible supermarket. Women lose their crap over it. Women go nuts. They lose their head. Wow, 25 minutes. Doesn't look like we're going to get to the end of the loop to loop story yet. I really didn't think it was going to take that long to finish the loop to loop story. So anyway, so uh, we stop at Wegmans. We get some delicious food, and then uh, we move on. And uh, we went to the uh, we went to Newark. I sat down. I sat down with Officer Harris. My wife sat down with uh, Officer Chats a lot, and um, you know Giddy Chats a lot. That was his name, Giddy Chats a lot, and. Um, we left there. We had no more information than we did when we got down there. All we know is that we're both approved, and we're going to get a card in the mail, and we have a number and all this other stuff, and it's all approved. And we have to put that number on our plane ticket if we have, wherever we go, and uh, that certifies that we're uh, approved for uh, global entry. And that's it. it. I don't know what it entitles me to. I know that there, if there's a line, I go to the other line that's shorter and faster. Also, I think I'm going to get something on my phone, that I, like a barcode, and they're just going to scan it, and boom, I'm just going to walk through customs. Or something like that. I don't know, but it's $100 for five years. Did I tell the story? Is that it? Did I dumb it down? I think I dumbed it long. I don't think I dumbed it down. I don't even think I dumbed it up. I think I dumbed it long. I think I made it longer. So... I think I did it so long that it's time for... Time for a drink break. Yeah, I think I need another drink break. All right. Obviously, we're not going to do a breather break. I got this thing in my nose. It's not a good idea for me today. I'm not really enthusiastic. Oh, I was talking about procrastinating. Yeah, by the way, so all the times I went to Brooklyn to visit my mom and my stepmom-in-law, we could have totally done this. We didn't have to burn a whole Sunday. That's an example of my procrastination. That's an example of me not thinking things through. That's an example of me just really blocking out the truth for what it is and not getting it done. It's a flaw. It's an uh, it's an absolute flaw. So anyway, so it really caused uh, some tension these last couple of days because instead of sleeping Sunday, I didn't. I stayed up to like I don't know. I stayed up to like one o'clock in the morning Monday or something like that. Maybe twelve thirty. I was up for like. Uh, 24, 30, probably about 36 hours, maybe more, uh, something like that. It was a long day. And I drove, and I drove, so my wife drove down, I, t- I took a nap for like a half an hour, 40 minutes, and then I woke up, and we were a little bit further along, and then I took another nap, but not, you know, it's not a CPAP nap, and it was in the chair, uh, in the, right here in the Kia, I was in the passenger seat. It was not a great day, it wasn't a tension-filled day, but it just started the ball rolling like, now I'm backed up because I didn't sleep. Because I didn't take care of business. i got to discipline myself to do that. How are you doing with that? Are you disciplined to take care of things right now? 
Are you way better than I am at this? Well, God bless you. I'm happy for you. And if you don't, if you're not, how does it affect you? I'd like to know. Put that in the speaker comments. And maybe not just Linda. Maybe Linda. Maybe Pat. Maybe Jeff. Maybe Joe. Maybe Mark. It'd be nice to see the comment section alive. I'm giving you a good content here. At least I'm trying to. Let's engage. Let's have a conversation. Anyway. So, of course, now Monday, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tired, but I, I got things to do. Oh, yeah, I had to see my naturopath. Everything's going good. My diet's going fantastic. We tweaked it a little bit, and it's going great. Uh, then I went, to see, uh, I went to see my therapist first, Linda. Everything's going fine. Not really fine. I'm still mentally effed up. I got problems. I got emotional problems. I got spiritual problems. I'm pretty sure I'm on the edge of uh, some serious depression. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just a, a wah-wah. Wah. Wah. Your daddy. Wah. So, uh, oh boy. Red lights. Traffic. <laughs> 6 o'clock. 6.34. I got traffic on through. Everybody's coming to a stop. That's fantastic. Right by the new Baltimore rest area. I can't wait to sit here and do nothing. I should do a whole other podcast. All right, whatever. All right, guys. Looks like time's running out. So, um, anyway, one thing led to another, and then my wife and I had a, what you would call a disagreement. I would call it an argument. She stormed out of the house. She got in her car. She went, and then I got in my car right after her, basically to chase her down for some romantic notion in my head that that was going to be the thing to do. And I had all this negative energy as I was holding onto the wheel, and I think I broke the fan belt, a, a belt on the car, and then the battery went dead, and the fan didn't work. And uh, next thing you know, I overheated the car, and now I have swollen aluminum heads and all this other stuff. So, you know, not good. See you next week. Everyone ready? Ready? Yes, okay. sure. Uh-huh. Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. See you later.